Freaks. It's Saturday, July 22nd, 2023. Coming up on the program today, crocheting a shit scarf. Plus, an entitled TikTard wants special work accommodations for always being late. When you say you're not a child predator in a way that lets us know you're a child predator. And the best hot spots in Europe to take a shit on tourists. You bitch. You dirty woman. You are a bitch. God damn you. No, I'm not some sort of a fucking nut. I ended up having to be down there at Park Station because of you. Well, I didn't do anything. The police don't let you, We end the week with the Friday slash early Saturday show hosting the program a little bit late, but you know, we did a best of show and then sideshow members got a new episode and I don't know, get off my back, man. I'm doing the best I can. Talking is hard. If you've never hosted a podcast, you don't know the struggle. I liken it to um, working in those lithium mines in Africa, the very similar conditions. Trying to find new music by bestiality enthusiasts is a lot like cobalt mining. Uh, just a short aside here. I've recently been trying to convince you freaks how good AI is. So I just typed into my program, can you construct a convincing argument for how searching for bestiality content online is like cobalt mining? As ridiculous as that argument is, I think AI has made some good points here. The environmental impacts of searching for bestiality content online and cobalt mining are significant. The production of porn can lead to deforestation, pollution, and other negative consequences on the environment, while cobalt mining has been linked to water contamination, 
habitat destruction, and air pollution. Both activities have social impacts that extend beyond the immediate victims. The demand for bestiality content can normalize and legitimize animal abuse, while the demand for cobalt can perpetuate poverty and exploitation in mining communities. So as you can see, it's very similar. Cobalt mining is not our problem. That's like an issue for Zimbabwe or something. We've got our own problems here in the United States in upcoming presidential election. Things are already heating up, at least in Walmart. Passionate political discourse is happening. I've got a short clip here for you. Now, the first thing you're going to hear, the start of this sentence is cut off, but it's important because she says, I will not shut up and I will not sit down. But it's spoken by a woman on a mobility scooter who's already sitting down. So I just feel like she's not the best at constructing arguments. She's already saying a lot here. It's kind of like a jumble of words. She's defiant. She won't sit down. She's not an infidel. She throws out some numbers. 1%, 3%. I don't know if she's 1% of the 3% or if we need to be adding the 1 and 3 up. I don't know why she just didn't say 4%. I am a 3%er and I'm a 1%. That equals 4%. Okay, so it's a cumulative thing. Say what you will about this screeching banshee, but she does know basic math. It's always a question I have when we're dealing with these people. And I don't like the state of America right now. No, this is my America and I'm taking it back. Honey, you can't take a stroll, let alone an entire country back. Your legs don't work. You're rolling around on that low battery Walmart scooter. You're going to take America back? Let's start with taking that scooter back to its charging station. Then we can then we can worry about taking back our country. Lady's gonna lead a revolution on her jazzy. By the way, I have no backstory. I don't know why this lady is screaming at another woman who is white. By the way, it's not like we're dealing with an ethnic person, which is typically uh, how these fights go down. All right, l- l- let's continue. No, this is my America, and I'm taking it back. We're gonna have Trump in Isn't it hard to be a Trump supporter when, like, these are your contemporaries? That's always my question to to those supporting Donald Trump. Like, what the fuck is up with his fan base? Even if you support his policies, the crying and screaming and fangirling for him is just bizarre. She's she's saying it's kind of hard to hear. She's she's saying I will not go. Don't touch me because they're trying to get her to leave. She's gonna charge. Press charges. Yeah, apparently the woman she's fighting with is a Walmart employee, and the Walmart employee will not let her purchase whatever item she wants to buy. I don't know why. I don't know the backstory. I do know the cops were called and she was led away. At no point does she ever get up out of her mobility scooter. The cops are escorting her while she's rolling around. What kind of America is this? Yes, put it on Facebook. They're arresting me for trying to pay for my life. That is on Facebook. And I put it there. I need my help. I 
don't really know what she's saying there. What's interesting is, uh, so this video was just posted, but a few days ago, there was this uh, semi-viral video that was going around <laughs> of a woman also on a mobility scooter at a Costco. I didn't play it here on the show because it was it was a very short clip. But what I'm realizing now is it's the same woman and she's not yelling at a Costco employee in this clip. No, no. She's screaming at an inanimate object. Cuckoo. She's upset with a Grim Reaper display. You know, like one of those yard uh, inflatable Grim Reapers for Halloween. I don't know if this uh, video originated last fall or if Costco's getting ready for Halloween early this year or what, but here is that short nine second video. She's she's sitting in her mobility scooter with her hand up like she's praying for this Grim Reaper. That's totally her voice. Screeching about the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Costco apparently is very ungodly. Everything's dork-sided over there. Plus, it's much worse because, uh, you know, Costco's evil comes in bulk. All right, uh, let's move on now. Oh, I got a message, a very excited message uh, from my good friend Joey. Longtime listeners of the show may remember him. He appeared all the time on the podcast. He was a collaborator and a big cock-smoking fairy, of course. That really has nothing to do with, with what he sent me. I just feel every time I mention Joe, I have to add, he's just got an insatiable appetite for cock. He can put those things away, man. Anyway, Joe has been known to be, you know, artsy, fartsy, craftsy. And I know uh, some of you freaks are also into arts and crafts. As a matter of fact, in our Discord, there's a whole DV Arts and Crafts uh, channel. If you're into that sort of thing. Well, this might just be up your alley. Joe messaged me and said, I've got a new project. A shit scarf. Shit scarf. Shit scarf. Shit scarf. <laughs> it's not like a shit tilto, thank God. I actually think this is brilliant. I don't know how to crochet or knit or whatever, but I, I kind of want to learn just to make one of these things. And Joe helpfully provided a video explaining what exactly a shit scarf was. Hello, it's day 197 of keeping track of every dump that I do this year. I respect this woman's commitment. Those who may need a refresher, the type of stitch I will do is dictated by the amount of shits I do. And then the color is the kind of type of shit. Okay, so here are the guidelines. This, of course, is just, you know, her idea for the scarf. You can change this up if you want to. Based on how many times she pooped that day, that indicates what type of crochet she will be doing. So if she only pooped once, she will do a single crochet. Two times is a half double crochet, three is a double crochet, four is a treble crochet, and five is a double treble. Dear God, if she shits six times a day, that's a triple treble, which sounds like a lot of trouble. Now, I don't know what a lot of that terminology means, but uh, looking at her scarf, it seems to indicate how thick the line or stripe will be. So the scarf is just made up of a bunch of like uh, stripes, right? So what colors is she using? Well, that's also based on the type of shit. If she sits down to take a bowel movement and nothing comes out, she will crochet a white stripe. Brown is a standard bowel movement. She will use light green yarn if it's loosey-goosey shits. Dark green is if 
uh, it's much too hard. If she looks down at the toilet bowl after she craps and she's like, dear God, that's a bizarre color. She will crochet a mustard stripe indicating a concerning color. Blue is for anxiety poops, pink is for satisfying poops, and a black stripe indicates it's the first new poop of the month. This is like the perfect Distorted View Arts Project. Ladies, I guess, or, or male freaks, or if you're into crocheting, you get on this. We're um, about over halfway now at this point, which is very exciting and a little daunting given the whole length of this goddamn thing. So my shit scarf got its first practical use the other day. I was at a specialist appointment of mine and I got to be like, hey doc, I actually haven't been feeling great because I haven't taken a shit for three days, twice. Oh yeah, look at that. There's three white lines there. But since that appointment, I've been pretty good. So to all those people who keep commenting, just drink more water. You just need to drink more water. I wish it was that simple, okay? Anyway, this is six months of shits, and it's about as tall as me. Wow. It's like uh, at least a five-foot scarf going on there. Plenty of feet of sheet. That's the only real problem with this scarf. By the end of the year, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be way too long to, 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 to use practically, right? Maybe it should only be like a four- or five-month project. I don't know. Again, you don't have to use her rules and her colors. You can really make this your own. Just a little craft project for you freaks on this Friday. Thank you very much, Joey, for that. Let's move on. Now, that was a good content creator. Someone I like. On the other end of the TikTok spectrum, we've got Chaotic Philosopher here. She is the very embodiment of this idea that any flaw or bad trait that one has is really just a mental illness. And therefore... There should be accommodations made for her to make her feel more comfortable, to work around her inadequacies. In Chaotic Philosopher's case, that is just always being late for shit, not planning properly. In her own words... So I just got yelled at for asking a very reasonable question. So I'm applying to go somewhere and I just wanted to know, are there accommodations for people who struggle with time blindness and being on time? Is there anywhere that makes these kind of ridiculous accommodations? I don't think so. Like, what would even possess you to ask that? I'm guessing so she could then make a big deal about the whole fucking thing, right? I wanted to know, are there accommodations for people who struggle with time blindness and being on time? You know. And then the person I was with interrupted and acted like I was asking something else. Yeah, they were trying to save you from looking like a fucking moron. She's kind of vague in this video regarding who she's talking to here. But the tags in the video are hashtag workers rights, employee rights, workers, capitalism sucks, which leads me to believe this was some sort of job opportunity. And I think the person that was with her was her parents, like her mom accompanied her, maybe. And she was trying to save her from herself. I, that's the only thing that I can think of here. That It seems like it would check out. And then the person I was with interrupted and acted like I was asking something else. And then when we were done, they actually started yelling at me and saying that accommodations for time blindness doesn't exist. And if you struggle with being on time, you'll never be able to get a job, you know, provided you're trying your absolute best to be there. And then they're like, your stupid generation wants to destroy the workplace. It certainly sounds like it's her parent giving her a lecture here. And yeah, I think that a culture where workers are just cut off because they struggle with being on time when there's other solutions that we can look to. I think that just anybody who thinks it's okay to just treat people like that 
yeah, that culture needs to be dismantled. And then I asked that person, how can you feel good about yourself upholding this kind of system? And then to think, I'm entitled. No, if people think it's okay to treat others like this, uh, that's entitled. Uh, lady, you know, I don't think she understands what work is. Like, no one wants to be there. No one wants to be doing what they're doing, copying, entering data, going to meetings. The agreement, though, is, look, in exchange for you doing this shit that you don't want to do, getting here on time, completing your work, etc., we will give you X amount of dollars. You will be able to live and afford to purchase things. That's the contract that's sort of made there. The business gets something out of it. You get something out of it. That's it. Yeah, that's not really going to work for me. Let's see if we can come to an agreement here. Um, how about you give me all the money. I'll do what I can get around to whenever I show up. And we're going to keep that pretty loosey-goosey. Now, I get times are changing. Work from home is a thing. I think flex time is also a thing. But you still have to show up when you're supposed to show up. Or, you know, work when you're supposed to work. I mean, this woman is living in a different reality. She's fucking floating around in Dimension Me, where she's the fucking center of the universe. Needless to say, plenty of people dragged her ass in the comments. I have time blindness, and I do a lot of prep work to be on time. It's our problem. I'm sure time blindness is one of those things that affects, like, point. 0.3% of the population. Another person said, I've always just made extra effort to be up and at work early, so I'm not late. I've got time blindness, but working in a hospital, I realize how unrealistic it is, how the world can't revolve around me. Another person offered a uh, nice suggestion here. Set alarms, maybe? Well, in a follow-up video, our time bandit here is feeling personally attacked. When people ask me, how does it feel being the time blindness girl and have everybody bashing you constantly on Twitter and Instagram? And all I could say is it's a testament of what the United States has become. Oh, this is a countrywide national problem. Most rational people would say, wow, 99% of people in the comments disagree with what I have to say. Maybe I'm in the wrong here. No, 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 no. This is a testament to what's uh, uh, everything that is wrong in the United the States. testament of what the United States has become. And we hear about <laughs> algorithms, political radicalization, and how the internet is influencing humans. And we, we think, oh, okay. But then when it happens to you, you see how big of a problem it is. Because when we can no longer have a civil discussion about a video with very little context, it makes you wonder, is there even a future for our nation? And what future is there to fight for? The United States is crumbling. Because people did not agree with me. Causing mass amounts of hate, judging people, making mass assumptions. Lady, it's all your fault. You posted the video. You provided all the context you wanted people to have. Obviously, she posted this thinking that, uh, you know, everyone was going to get behind her. Yeah, sister, right on. Go to work whenever the fuck you want to. And it didn't happen. And being stuck in a cognitive loop without even knowing it and then doing exactly what the algorithms want is yeah. seen as normal. This is some Matrix fucking shit that's happening to you. I've reached out to this TikToker for comment, but I doubt we're going to get a timely response from her. Um, thank you. Uh, I've got a very strange interview here. The description in the video reads, Homeless sex trafficking and child sex trafficking is running rampant throughout the country. Films like Sound of Freedom have been illuminating the extent of human trafficking going on throughout America. To discuss this is a homeless woman named Mariah. I don't know if Mariah is the most mentally sound person to be discussing these issues. 
I'll let you be the judge. Hi, my name's Mariah Reinhardt. I go by Mary. I'm the Mariah that did not rape Damiel Marley's son, nor did I rape Damiel Marley. I just wanted to let you all know that. Okay, like no one insinuated you did rape someone. We just asked you for your name. It's a little sus, you know, when in the first five seconds you're like, I didn't rape anyone. Calm down. Like the guy was literally like, and what's your name? My name is Mariah. I didn't finger any little child. You can smell him. Here. If I was going to finger a kid, I'd use my index finger. Here, sm- sniff it. There's nothing, you know, there's nothing on it. Here, smell the fingers on my other hand. That's not pussy. That's not ass. I just haven't washed my hand in a couple weeks. Swear to God. I, I'm, I'm on the up and up here. All right. Well, now that we got that out of the way, that she did not rape anyone, wink. I'm not a rapist. I never raped anybody as an adult. I'm not a predator, and I still love children. I still love my children. I can't wait to see up Sierra and Mia and Gracie. Didn't understand a lot of that, although I, she did say she has her children. I still have my children. They haven't been taken away from her. Okay. Gracie. Can you give me the background to that? I haven't heard about all this. Um. Well, um. they've been human trafficked for like a couple years now. Okay, so her kids have been human trafficked, but not by her. She had no idea any of this was going on. In between people, and I've had full custody, and I haven't seen my kids yet. And I'm just looking forward to seeing them. Oh, okay. Yeah. And have you been living around here? Yeah, I come down here for food when... Um, I don't currently have any. I just collect Social Security. I have two jobs, but I'm just waiting for them to call me back. Goodwill supposed to call me back today. And then I have another job at Prize. What is it? What has it been like here? Because I see a lot of chaos going on right now. A lot of people trying to get other people to rape um, Damian Marley's son and Damian Marley. They were sell- like trying to get people to go and rape them when they were tied up for maybe the last three weeks. These are your children. So that's what's been going on. Like, I'm so confused, right? Here, right I there. think that I don't know what if that's what's been going on exactly here all day. Maybe they found one of them tied up, or maybe they found somebody that was organizing his, their rape. But I want them to quit. I don't want anybody raping anybody. See, she's a good mother. In the city, and I feel I feel that you know it's a necessity for the world to know that that I'm not going to be a part of that, and I'm not going to rape anybody, even if they rape my kids. I'm not going to go back and rape them because. It's just not right. You guys are with me here. Like, this is a bizarre interview. I mean, the the overarching theme sounds right. Like, oh, here's a mother who doesn't want her children to be raped. But then she's talking about how her kids were tied up. She didn't know anything about it. And she swears to God she's not going to rape anyone. Like, she's very adamant that she hasn't raped anyone, is not going to rape anyone. Even if you rape her kids, she will not rape you, which is like a weird thing to say. Now, my theory and again i i don't know this woman i don't know her I, I, this is just what i'm thinking um she's totally a rapist she doth protest too much me thinks she's talking too way too much about rape to not be a rapist absolutely is there a lot of rapes going on in there this? was there was a lot of rapes going on i mean because there was a lot of women flying in and out of town from out of town and coming places like this and looking for him to rape them Women were looking for a guy to rape them. That's that's not rape then, right? Specifically him. Yeah, Mr. Junior Gong Marley, yes. Why were they just targeting I him? Think, I think because, well, at first because I was his Mary and I was a saint and that I wanted to be with him. So I thought maybe everybody else wanted to be with him because I wanted to be with him. But really, I think it's just because women are trying to take advantage of him. So wait, the women are... The women are... The aggressors here, they want to be raped by this guy. I- I'm so confused. 
How many times have I said that during this clip so far? Again, if you're a filmmaker and you want to shed light on the uh, human trafficking and the child rape that's going on in America, why would you interview a woman who says stuff like, Because I was as Mary and I was a saint. Doesn't that throw into doubt everything else that she says? It's fucking nuts. Are there other people that are victims of that around here? Um, I know my kids were. They were sexually trafficked for a long time. Wow. How did that happen? I don't know. They went to foster care and then they got illegally taken by the state because the state thought I molested them, but I never did. I rest my case. I haven't seen them. Oh, I'm sorry. And then my mother and my sister are both evil witches and they, they um, my sister, human trafficked them and raped them. Everyone's raping your kids except you. Although you were the only person convicted of it. The whole reason your children were taken away from you. Now, that's not the real reason they were taken away from me. I suffer from time blindness. The state wouldn't provide any accommodations for me. Sounds like you suffer from fuck blindness. You don't remember doing weird sex shit to your children. Uh, I still take most of my medicine and I just try to follow all the laws and just try to... You need to take all of your medicine. It's so very important. That's the one thing I'm gleaning from this interview. You need all your meds. More meds. Good fucking great. Well, there you go. Interview with a mother or a human trafficker or both. I don't know. Jury's still out, right? Real quick, uh, before we get into the news, oh, it's always fun to feature a sovereign citizen. We've got a police pulling over a man here. I, I don't know what, what the traffic violation was. Speeding, ran through a red light. Doesn't matter. I'm not a driver. The telltale sign you're dealing with a sovereign citizen. When a man who was clearly driving, he's behind the wheel. He just stopped his vehicle. Tells you right to your face, I'm not a driver. You know what's coming next, right? He's a traveler. He's just a traveler. I'm not a driver. Okay, well, you are driving on the roadways in the state of Florida, so I need your driver's license or your identification. Ah, Florida man, sovereign citizen. Like I said, I'm not driving. Okay, well, I am conducting a lawful stop. You are required to present me your identification, so I'll take whatever identification you have. Okay, I, I don't carry identification unless... Someone's going to pay me for my name. My name is registered as my property on the record. This is another move straight out of the Sovereign Citizen playbook. Names are apparently worth something. So, so what's your name? You think that's going to work? And if you want my name, I'm officially accepting your offer so I can stay in honor so you can arrest me. So my conditional acceptance for my name to you is giving $500 Kind of hard to hear because there's traffic, but he's saying, look, I'll give you my name for $500. The cop surprisingly opens his wallet and starts shelling out the cash. No, that doesn't happen. Of course. Neco 13, Melvin 1094, please. <laughs> Sir, you will be arrested if you do not present some type of identification. Really? Yes, really. Like, even if you're a sovereign citizen, haven't you seen people getting arrested before? Excuse me? I said, really? Yes, sir, really. The inevitable happens. Okay, go ahead and step out of the vehicle for me. Sir, I can step out of the vehicle. You can step out of the vehicle for me. Step out of the vehicle for $500. Sir, step out of the vehicle. $500 is really the magic number for him. The police officer negotiates a much lower price, uh, zero. He simply opens the door and pulls the man out of the car. Well, roll over on your stomach. There he goes. And in true Florida man fashion... He's showing butt crack. Okay, sir, at this time you are being placed under arrest. You will be registered as a John Doe until you are properly identified. But I already said I'm not driving or operating. Okay, well, yes, sir, you are. 
Still sticking with that story. I'm not driving or operating a vehicle. Ma'am, do you have a valid driver's license? I do. May I see it, please? Oh, I forgot to mention, there is a passenger in the car. It's always a woman. This one is very cooperative. Even after he's handcuffed and he's being escorted to the back of the police car, he still kind of thinks he's calling the shots and uh, could, could make some money from the situation. I'll answer any questions for $100 That's a question. question anything. Before it was $500. I think he finally realized his price was too high. Look, I'll answer questions for 15 bucks. You can search me for $500 cash. I'm conditionally Sir. accepting all of your offers for my fee schedule. There's no charge for that. You, you know, meanwhile, the woman in the passenger side of his vehicle couldn't be nicer. Okay, ma'am. Could you fill me on what's going on here? I, I don't know. I, I don't understand his thing. Okay. I don't understand that. I, I don't know. Okay. How do you know him? My okay. <laughs> I don't understand all that stuff he talks, though. You know how to pick them, honey. Let's finish up this arrest here. Get this guy on prostitution charges. He said he's willing to spread for a hundred bucks. You're you're in dishonor. You know you're violating the rules of honor, <laughs> and I have done nothing wrong. You think cops operate under the rule of honor? Boy, you are naive. Stop no, resisting. I'm not resisting. I'm not resisting if I'm conditionally accepting all, all of your right, offers get, get for my car. fee schedule. You know get, I'm sir, telling the truth. The you're going into this. Get in the car. I'll get in the car for get $500. <laughs> no, you're forcing me. I'll get in the, get in the car. I already conditionally accepted your offer get for money. Get in the car. Get in the car. It's not a negotiation. Assaulting and battering me, uh, and you're violating my rights. Get in the car. I conditionally accepted your offer for my fee schedule. Watch your knee. No, dude, you can't put me in jail. You can't do this. You guys are going into district. That's when the cop just slams the door shut. I don't think that's anywhere in the rules of honor. All right, uh, there you go. Just a sovereign citizen from Florida, our most fucked up state. And with that, let's get into the crazy bizarre twist to that fucked up news right now. If you enjoy Distorted View Daily, become a subscriber of the Sideshow. Sideshow members get bonus episodes of Distorted View Daily every week. We've been at this since, what, uh, 2007? So there's like, there's thousands of exclusive and uh, extended shows we've done over the years. Go to superfreaksideshow.com right now. Sign up. Memberships are very inexpensive. Only $6.99 a month. Even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. You get access to a personalized RSS feed when you sign up over there at superfreaksideshow.com. You can plug that into most podcasting apps like Apple Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Overcast, Castcast, that's not one of them, Podcast Addict. Most podcasting apps that uh, work with password-protected or premium feeds will work nicely with the Sideshow. For an even easier way to sign up, if you happen to use Apple Podcasts or Spotify to listen to Distorted View, you can sign up for Sideshow access right in those apps. Super simple, takes just a second, few taps, you're in, enjoying all of the exclusive content Distorted View has to offer. This is how I make my living, so thank you so much to everyone who continues to support DV. There is one more way to help us out. We've got a Patreon account, patreon.com slash Distorted View. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. Every little bit helps. If you pledge at least $5, you get access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first so you can sort of jump in line since we're always so behind on the voicemails. Again, patreon.com 
slash distorted view. Okay, three very quick stories now. First up, a sickening video. Ooh, my favorite type of video. I've built a whole career out of featuring these things. Yes, a sickening video has captured the moment a tourist defecated on a passed-out vacationer's face <laughs> as he was sleeping at a Spanish resort. Ta-da! And the, and the newspaper included a photo of this. The footage of the twisted prank showed the Dutch tourist. Oh my God, Americans weren't involved? That's, this is the most shocking part of this news story. This just sounds like something we would do. But okay, it was a Dutch tourist. He pulled down his shorts and crouched over the sleeping victim on the promenade at El Arenal, Mallorca. He's got the Cavorca. The second Seinfeld reference in as many days. I'm on a roll, man. A youngster filming the video was laughing behind the camera as his friend emptied his bowels on the man's cheek in a two-step sequence. Not entirely sure what that means. I think maybe there were two turds. It's believed the video was taken in the early morning. Oh, a morning dump. Makes sense. Uh, sometime in the last few days, social media users have since shared the clip online with a caption in Dutch, which reads, This is the sickest thing I've ever seen. Disgusted locals have now slammed larger swilling Dutch and German tourists who visit the popular holiday resort every summer by branding them as drunk, drugged, and aggressive. Elaine Cobinell, vice president of the Arnold Neighborhood Association, uh, told island paper Ultima Hora, this is what's happening here. They are very wild people. They're drunk, drugged, and full of brutal aggressiveness. They're like the mafia, as far as we're concerned. Take a look at the chapter artwork if you want to see a turd on a dude's face. I love that they blurred out. They didn't blur out the shit. They blurred out the dude's uh, eyes and, and mouth, though. If you're wondering where the poop landed, it looked like it was, like, right on his temple area. Like, right between the, like, uh, forehead and the ear. And uh, there's a big pile of shit uh, that's that still on his face at the time of the, uh, the picture. And then a couple little turdlets that had uh, fallen off, I guess. There's the description of the photo for you blind listeners. You ain't missing much. Last month, the same association complained that German tourists were jetting to the area for quickie alcohol-fueled breaks, lasting 24 to 72 hours, and then sleeping on the beach rather than spending money on hotels. This year, it's worse than ever because the season is longer and lasts from March to October, Cabanel said. I think this type of behavior takes place in a lot of vacation hotspots. New Orleans during Mardi Gras, Las Vegas... Anywhere kids go for spring break, it's a bunch of debauchery, vomit, and shit. That's what we humans do best. All right, second story we have for you. Oh, I've got another great photo for you to, to take a look at. Uh, look at the chapter artwork once again or the show notes over there at distortedview.com. A mom of 12 has been branded as vile and disgusting. Wow, these news stories are right up my alley today. Sickening videos, vile, disgusting mothers. This is classic Distorted View Daily. Yes, a mom of 12 has been branded as vile and disgusting after revealing that she feeds her family from a baby pool without any utensils or napkins. Now, when I first heard this, I thought she had her kids sitting in a baby pool while she handed them food to eat off of a plate, thinking maybe like, you know, the, the kids were messy, constantly you know spilling stuff onto the floor and tables. So they're, she's just having the kids eat in this pool. 
I was wrong. That's not what that means. She actually prepares meals in a baby pool. And then her kids walk up to the pool and just eat like trough style. It's trough style eating. She's treating her family like livestock. Alicia Doherty, 42, from Pittsford, New York, has four children of her own and eight adoptees. How do you feed 12 kids? Out of a swimming pool, obviously. She regularly posts about her life behind the scenes on her TikTok channel. Like every fucking news story now is just a, is about a TikTok video. Journalism is dead. Uh, she boasts over 6.1 million followers. Most recently, the mom sparked outrage after sharing footage of her children eating from a miniature pool. In a viral video, which has amassed about 2.9 million views, Alicia, who's raising her blended family with her husband, Josh, 44, showed viewers how she prepared a nacho party. Basically, there was video of her dozen children munching out of the baby pool with their hands, just sticking their grubby little fingers in there and pulling out guacamole and chips and stuff. She began by pouring tortilla chips on the bottom of the pool before adding ground meat, cheese sauce, lettuce, olives, tomato, and sour cream. At the end of her video, the busy mom, whose children range from 4 to 17, showed the children digging into the pool and indulging in the Tex-Mex-inspired meal without forks or napkins in sight. To be fair, you don't need to eat nachos with a fork. On the flip side, I'm looking at this pool and it, 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 like it's gross, it's nasty. You're going to get really fucking dirty. While the pool platter proved to be a hassle-free feeding strategy because it had no dishes involved, many viewers couldn't believe how unsanitary the mom's party was. Uh, one person said, my mom would call this slopping. What a monumental waste of food, said another person. Another said, vile. My worst nightmare, to be honest. Others said they were beyond disgusted and branded the nachos nasty. While many social media users were thrown off by the meal, others loved that Alicia was providing the kids with a fun way to eat dinner. So my question, was this just a one-off? If so, it's not that big of a deal, really. It's just, you know, it's a big pile of nachos. But if this is how she normally feeds her kids, stick your head in the pool. To start munching, grazing, or whatever. And that's kind of gross. Uh, someone said, you put the perfect amount of everything in there. In the past, Alicia has detailed how she meal preps for her kids. Okay. She's also revealed what a headache it can be when you've got such a large family to wash clothes for. It's like, lady, you brought this on yourself. The majority of your children are, are ad adopted. You control how many of those you have. She says those who have been through foster care deserve to enjoy themselves because they've already missed out on childhood due to a dramatic past. Is that what these these children are? They're, they're, are they all foster kids? Are you getting money for each of them or something? Isn't that one of the reasons why you would foster children? Like you get money from the government or state or whatever. That's why there are so many shitty foster parents. It's because they're just in it for the cash. They pocket the money and they, they treat the kids like crap. The more foster kids you have, the more money you get. You get like 30 of them and, you, you know, you have to make sure they, they stay alive. That's the one thing you got to make sure to do. So you pour some nacho chips and some salsa in a swimming pool and you tell the kids go to town. I will just have them eat out of dog bowls at that point, right? They're like pets. The Doherty's family has grown over the years, starting off with Alex's adoption in 2011. Only a few days later, Alicia and her husband found out they'd be having Zoe after nine years of battling with infertility. In 2012, they adopted James. Then they found out they were pregnant with Dash. 
Then they took in twins Jason and Jordan for five days a year later, but eventually they adopted them permanently. And it goes on and on and on. You can tell which kids are adopted and which ones aren't by how fucking ridiculous the names are. Jason, Jordan, oh, those are adopted. Dash and Bodie Blaze. Yeah, those shot forth from Alicia's pussy. Final story we have for you today. Oh, this is a Star Wars related one. All about Luke Skywalker. Oh, did I say Luke? I meant Fluke Skywalker. A 59-year-old man in Ohio who is well-known for impersonating Mark Hamill's Luke Skywalker character from Star Wars at local charity events dot, 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 uh, was arrested this week on more than half a dozen criminal charges. And you know what type of criminal charges he was arrested for. Wasn't for a bunch of speeding tickets or passing bad checks or something. No, no. This music is very distracting. (laughs) He was arrested this week on more than half a dozen criminal charges for alleged trafficking child sexual abuse material online. John Stevens was taken into custody. John Stevens was taken into thank God. He was taken into custody on Wednesday and charged with eight counts of pandering sexually oriented material involving a minor. According to a report from Cincinnati, Ohio's NBC affiliate, WLWT, deputies with the Hamilton County Sheriff's Office earlier this month received a tip from a watchdog organization regarding suspicious material being uploaded to the cloud. Oh, that pesky cloud. The case was taken over by the office's Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force. Investigators with the task force were reportedly able to trace the IP address back to Stevens, who was later placed under arrest and booked into the Hamilton County Justice Center. According to a report, uh, the pornographic images involved adult men and very young female children, all on his phone. The material recovered from uh, Stephen's cell phone reportedly depicted young girls being sexually abused by different men, would claim that he would not go into much detail about the kinds of material found on Stephen's cell phone. No, because it was too graphic and fantasy-fueled and too profane to state out loud in front of the media. Sounds like Luke Skywalker's into some kinky-ass shit, right? The charges apparently are based on three videos and five photographs allegedly found on Stephen's device. While Stevens has worked with multiple charitable organizations, authorities reportedly said that he previously only had some minor misdemeanor charges on his record that would have passed most background checks. So the charities didn't know. They didn't do anything wrong by hiring this guy. Stevens, who refers to himself as a volunteer cosplayer for charity uh on his website, goes by the name Fluke Skywalker and says he got into uh, impersonating the famous character because of his fluke resemblance to actor Mark Hamill. I don't know. I'm looking at his mugshot. I do not see a resemblance at all. Although, you know, with mugshots, the lighting is very harsh. By the way, here's a hot tip for child predators. Don't upload your child porn to the cloud. It's a bad idea. Again, I don't want to be known as the guy who's always helping child molesters, but this is just common sense shit. Mark Hamill himself, the real Mark Hamill, Luke Skywalker, not Fluke Skywalker, uh, Hamill in October of 2022, just a few months ago, gave Stevens a shout out on Twitter. 
Obviously, you know, no one knew he was a child predator back then. Quote, to the guy who looks more like me than me, I truly admire your work for charity and for being in parades in Cincinnati on my behalf. Wishing you continued success, Mar. Hamill wrote on Twitter in response to a video of Stevens appearing in the Cincinnati Blink Parade. Stevens was still in detention as of Thursday afternoon, and he's being held on a $200,000 bond. Don't worry, if miraculously he's able to pay that, uh, he's going to be required to wear a GPS monitor and he's prohibited from accessing the internet. Even his cloud saves, especially his cloud saves. May fellow inmates use the force on your butthole. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Friday slash Saturday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. All right, let's wrap things up nicely here with a couple voicemails from my freaky deekies. Real quick, I want to remind you there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter, Instagram, threads, still posting over uh, all those places. So if you want more Timmy Boo in your life and who doesn't, follow me there. Voicemail line again, 206-666-4463. If you pledge at least $5 to our Patreon account, you get access to a special voicemail number, and uh, that'll let you jump in front of the line here. But we do have some standard OGAD voicemails today, starting with... Timmy Boo. John from Texas here. John from Texas. I know why Canadians don't listen to your show, why you don't have any Canadian audience. Oh, yeah. I was looking up stats and like uh, most people obviously listened. uh, The largest portion of my audience comes from the United States. But then the second comes from like, I don't know, England or Australia or something. And I thought that was strange. I figured it would be Canada, but Canada's third or fourth. So, yes, please tell me, why aren't Canadians listening to DV? Because you done did goof. It's so obvious. You made fun of their Canadian national treasure. Frankie the Weatherman. Oh yeah, that's true. I was I was even interviewed for that uh, magazine. You're fucked up, brother. Newspaper. That one's that one probably stung, huh? Even after all these years, people are holding a grudge against me. Well, you know, I apologize. I was out of my mind. I think I, I really set out to just be as offensive as possible in that in that article. Like I I was just trying to be a dick. I think guys, that's not really me. I'm a nice boy. I read back that article recently. I was like, oh, my God. So mean to this poor guy, Frankie. What, what, what is Frankie doing, really? No, he's just this guy who likes the weather, and he talks real loud. <laughs> you know, there's, there's no reason to hate on Frankie. I love Frankie. I was just playing with him, you know? Hey, Tim. It's Matt, longtime freak. Hey, Matt. I was listening to the uh, April 7th podcast about uh, the guy who was, uh, you know, he was shooting up a bunch of, uh, I think it was um, it was Budweiser because um, of the, you know, the LGBT thing. Oh, yeah. So Kid Rock shot a bunch of Budweiser. And then obviously a lot of people were, were freaking out over Budweiser. But then we played a clip of a guy throwing away all of his Jack Daniels whiskey, I guess. Was it Jack? I think it was Jack Daniels because... I guess they came out in support or they had something to do with drag queens, a promotion or something. I actually saw a video uh, of this guy because apparently Jack Daniels is also um, right. getting in on the whole LGBT uh, support thing. And it, it, it's just crazy. You know, these guys just make it all about their identity. And, you know, 
they're not ever going to lose business completely from these guys. Right. I, well, I agree with you, except I think Bud, Bud Light, they're really, they're feeling it. The Jack Daniels thing, even though it was pretty much for the same bullshit, right? They have seemed to recover nicely. No one's talking about Jack Daniels. Whenever I load up, uh, I use Microsoft Edge. I don't know if you guys use it, but it's it's basically based on Chrome. Anyway, whenever I open a new fucking uh, browser window or something, I get this uh, start page that has tons of news stories. And there's always something. Still, to this day, there's something about Bud Light being reported on it must generate just tons of clicks to to just continually be writing about bud light it must do really good numbers because these sites and it's like uh you know i can't i don't even know they're 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 very questionable news sites it's not like you know the ap or you know bbc news it's always like you know mediaite is that one of them or the washington examiner or big think news you know like the ones that you've never heard of but yeah, they're still uh, still reporting on this Bud Light thing, and uh, I guess their sales are down. It's uh, definitely been a sustained thing. But yeah, Jack Daniels, they're they're fine. Target, I think, is okay too. I don't know how they're doing sales wise, but I haven't heard a lot of people bitching about uh, Target. As soon as June is over with Gay Pride Month, things die down. Hey Tim, I think the stars are aligning for you because uh, you remember a while back. You did a little uh, routine on uh, meals that cause abortions, you know. Hmm, TV dinners that cause abortions? Now that's a, a smart business idea. I really should explore that more. Healthy hemlock salad and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, yay. That's sure. a simple living episode right there with Lee and Paisley Howell. Pull up them ovaries, you know, and do it, do it, you know, without. Well, right now. Over easy ovaries? Sounds like a delicious breakfast. Since uh, abortion issues are like up and raging, now's a great time to actually release that book. Yes. Do it, Tim. Put together the recipes. Release that book, you know. Yes. Friendly ways to feed your feed your spouse for the unwanted child or, or something. That is a great idea. I could get it on shelves before uh, Christmas. Make a great stocking stuffer. I'm going to have to put some more thought into that. Thank you so much for reminding me of my... Once again, a brilliant idea. All right, uh, that is all the time we have on this edition of the program. I want you guys to email me, show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you, 206-666-4463. That's 206 Oh, God, it's an oh, God. I'm not going to rape anybody. Even if they rape my kids, I'm not going to go back and rape them because... It's just not right. Spread the distortion. STD. Tell all your friends about the program. Don't forget to give us a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or like wherever you can rate and review podcasts. Guys, thank you so much for a great week of programs. I'll be back on Monday to do it over again. Until then, bye, everybody. It's Friday, baby. Fuck. Yeah, it's the weekend, baby. Fuck. Yeah, Friday, baby. Fuck. Fuck. The weekend, baby. has been another excellent podcast from the Scrob Media Group. Learn more at scrob.net.